Welcome to What Do You Know About? My name is Ash, and I will be your tour guide through the lesser-known stories of history. You can join us on your favorite podcast app, or come have a conversation on our Instagram at WDKA Podcast. But first, hold on tight, because we're about to go down a historical rabbit hole with today's episode. Where's that dust coming from? Still finding debris after vacuuming? UVX-10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has 8,000 PA of powerful suction to remove debris deep in carpets. And it's totally hands-free. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's EUFY.com and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best in class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey everybody, welcome to the start of chilly season as the weather changes into winter and we all bundle up in front of the fire with warm beverages in hand for heartwarming tales of history. (laughs) But who are we kidding? Keep the cozy fire and the warm beverage. Grab any fur babies and force them to join you in the warm snuggles. And join us for a couple deep dark tales of the creepy weird side of history. Heartwarming. Yeah, I'm sure this is going to be so heartwarming. I actually do know who this one's about this time, guys. Yeah, Kat Dashi knows who this one's about, but she doesn't know what I'm about to tell her, really. I know know the Cliff Notes synopsis, but I don't know any of the details. Yeah. But first, Kat, let's gush over Mm -hmm. the dice at Greenleaf Geek. Yes! Because it's actually a set of dice that are perfect for today's episode called blood oath oh my god of course they They were actually made i believe for another podcast called willing and fable that leah worked with where they created multiple dice for a DD storyline that they did mixed in with like the tales of mythology and other history from around the world and honestly these are gorgeous dice and i know that they're included for sure in our 10 percent off when you go to her website using our special link www.greenleafgeek.com slash W-D-Y-K-A podcast. Like, I'm super tempted to make an order soon with these dice in there because they're just gorgeous and they actually look bloody inside. So my dice collection is huge and it really takes a lot to justify buying some more, but these are some cool looking dice. Like, the ones the ones in the Greenleaf Geek Shop are some... They Yeah, they're so good. Also, I don't know if we've actually plugged this yet, but they have an Instagram. You can see all this for yourself on their Instagram as well. Yeah, I've, I have done some posts with taking their Instagram, so you definitely check out on our Instagram mm-hmm. to go get to their Instagram and take a look at her dice. Sometimes she does, like, Kickstarters, so you can get in on, like, the ground floor with some of her new dice, so keep an eye out for those as well. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, definitely go check them out and check out the blood oath dice that will go well with this particular piece of history because i mean yeah, yeah <laughs> when you can on. find you dice know, that go I, well I, with I, the history you're telling <laughs> like everything is just gorgeous absolutely and 
so is the person that we're talking about today. Like, actually, a very gorgeous woman. <laughs> Possibly not so gorgeous of things that she did, but very gorgeous woman. Like, aesthetically. Aesthetically pleasing. But first, as usual, major fair dues warning. Mm. We'll be talking about accusations of murder, gruesome torture methods, and a fair amount of details about blood. <laughs> as we've already talked about, because I've already talked about blood. Um, <laughs> Alright. So, I'm excited to get into this because Countess Elizabeth Battery is absolutely one of my favorite historical figures. Like, when I'm asked who I'd have for dinner, dead or alive, she is easily on that list. I mean, listen, I'd have a lot of questions for her, but I will I will reserve... I was going to say I would probably be a little bit scared to actually be near her, but I will actually reserve that comment for the end of this because I actually don't know exactly what or why she did it. Yeah. Well, why she did what she did. I mean, like, so many people think that they have her pegged, right? Blood Countess, the world's most mm. prolific female serial killer. Mm-hmm. But what if she's actually in the same camp as my other top historical figure, Miss Lizzie Borden? What if there's actually major questions surrounding the truth behind all the accusations of the crimes that have been put to her name? But let's start okay. with a quick refresher about her current identity as we know it, in case any of our lovely listeners have not heard these stories before. So, Elizabeth Battery was born to a noble family in Hungary on the 7th of August, 1560. And when I say noble, I mean, like, freaking noble. So like her, high nobility. Like, high. Like, her family basically ruled Transylvania. Which wow. was not actually, like, so, like, so Transylvania was not actually part of Hungary at this time. It was its own little thing. Okay. But basically, like, it was, like, for what we consider now, it's all part of Hungary. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, but she was a very sick child, suffering from seizures constantly. Um, we would now know her condition to be called epilepsy, but back then okay. it was called the falling sickness. Yeah. That's um, they knew what it was. Yeah, exactly. Like, nobody knew what it was, and known remedies included rubbing, quote-unquote, healthy blood on the lips of the person suffering seizures or giving them a tonic of said healthy blood mixed with crushed skull bone. They had so many theories about the blood of young people, like, keeping you from aging and stuff like that. Like, where did they really, like, I, mm. And it wasn't even, like, young blood, but, like, just quote-unquote healthy blood. So the person, yeah. so it didn't have to be young. It just had to be that that person was healthy. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being visited by a kitten speaking of young. Um, yeah, like, healthy blood. Yeah. Like. So they didn't have to be young. It just had to be that somebody had to be healthy, okay. right? Okay. And this is kind of where people, and this is where people might have even thought of her having like the vampiric tendencies that they've given her, um, because yeah. this might be that she was doing some of these things for her because this was her remedy for her seizures, right? That yeah. this might be where like some of those vampiric ideas came from with her tortures yeah. and stuff like that, right? Like that, it didn't come out of nowhere. Exactly, like, they got the idea from somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um. So by the age of thirteen. As we said in the last episode, this is a different time period. <laughs> By the age of 13, <laughs> Elizabeth was engaged to her future husband, Count Frenick Nasadi. Okay. The match was purely political, of course. And when they married two years later, the family officially owned a whole lot of land between both Transylvania and the Kingdom of Hungary. Oof. Which, as I said, were separate at the time. 
Right. So, like, they owned a shit ton of property <laughs> between two kingdoms, basically. Yeah. Right, okay. Elizabeth's wedding gift from Nasadi was one of his many castles. And I'm going to probably butcher this. Kastik Castle. Imagine just being gifted a castle. Well, let's just say, let's just make this clear. I recently just got married. I wrote the script before getting married. I sure as hell did not get a castle as my wedding gift from my husband. (laughs) Like, it's just like some Anna of Cleves shit where you're just like, okay, I just have a castle now. Like, no big. Like, what? Like, I would have loved a castle, thank you, but no, that wasn't happening. Girl, I'm like, imagine getting gifted a house, let alone a castle. <laughs> right? I would have preferred a castle than a house, but, like, you know, a house would have been nice, I mean, too. In this economy, a house would have been great. <laughs> In this economy, I would take a house. I'll take an apartment that I actually own and not rented. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I'd take a, I'd take a condo in my own name. Like, I, like... Like, I'd just take anything that I could own. Mm. property wise whatever it is as long as I owned it and didn't have to to pay rent (laughs) however wealthy we aspire to be Bathory was richer much 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 richer so Elizabeth and Frederick did not live at the castle that he gifted her after the wedding she wouldn't actually live at that particular castle until a little bit later in her life but it is Katish castle in which all of her crimes are said to have taken place in right okay um, and it is actually a tourist destination that you can go and visit the ruins of the castle. So p- add that cool. to a bucket list of places to go. <laughs> it is gorgeous when you look at pictures of it. So three years into their marriage, Ferenic became the chief commander of the Hungarian troops and was off to war, leaving Elizabeth completely in charge of the family business affairs and all of the many estates under their names. You know what? That doesn't sound so bad. No. Like, that's a lot of work. Don't get me wrong. A lot of work. A lot of responsibility. Lots of pressure. But she had the power. like, could be worse. Like, she was the one who could just run everything. Yeah. Yeah, Where he was like, hey, look, I trust you. You got a good head on you. You're in charge. Everybody has to bow down to you. (laughs) She's like, okay. (laughs) And she's like, how old at this point, though? Um, so they were 15 when they got married, so 18-ish? Okay, 18-ish. 18 to 19, 18-ish is okay. 18-ish is okay to run an estate. That's not like... Well, no, 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 not just one estate, like many estates. Multiple estates. Multiple Multiple estates, estates, multiple businesses. (laughs) That's not bad. I'm sure she had, like, a team of advisors and stuff like that. Oh, probably. Okay. Probably. So it's not like she's completely out on her own here. Oh, God, no. Um, But this also meant that she was also in charge of defending their estates, which were right in the path of the war that was raging around the Hungarian Empire. Yeah, that is a bit more of a problem. Yeah, so she was also, like, also in charge of the army, basically, that was going to defend their homes. Yeah. While she was doing this, she actually intervened many times on behalf of women who were at risk of being kidnapped and raped by the soldiers. Wow. That she just was, like, swooping in and being like, yeah, no, not happening. Yeah, she's like, I'm not gonna let this fly. Like, you guys just come on into our states, come get some, like, some coverage, like, this ain't happening to you. Congratulations, you're safe. Yeah. (laughs) I got your back. Yeah. Making a little safe haven for them. Yeah. That's really good, actually. Honestly, 
do you see that as somebody who's going to torture and murder a pile of women? No. No, I feel like they're safe. Like, these ones are fairly safe, unless she was doing this to torture and rape them, and murder them, but, like, I don't see it. It's like, you... Where it'd be like a like a like a false sense of security kind of thing. Yeah, but I mean, I don't see it because then they're coming back and being like, "Hey, look, this woman helped us." Yeah, exactly. They weren't coming back and being like, "Hey, this woman brought us in to save us from these soldiers," but then and, took us out. Like, <laughs> yeah, they would have ratted her out. For like, sure, for she sure. would have already had a sense of fear from people, mm. right? So at this time, Elizabeth and Ferenic had five known children with a sixth possible child who is not confirmed in all sources. Some sources say that this child existed. Some sources mm-hmm. do not. And some of the sources that say there's a sixth child don't even agree as to the gender or the name of the sixth child or how Oof. the sixth child died. <laughs> wow. So who knows about the sixth child? <laughs> Um, the yeah, power so couple. Yeah, mm-hmm. the sixth child is just like okay, could could not be. Who knows? Because like it's completely like myth, basically, with variety yeah. of possibilities for them. Not enough. Not enough records. Yeah, and not enough like no like um records that line up. Yeah, that so makes sense. The power couple were married for twenty nine years before Ferenic passed away in 1604 to an unknown illness. Okay. Leaving... No, it was just, like, that they don't know what type of illness it was. It was not poison. (laughs) It was not, like, a... It wasn't, like, a he could have been murdered kind of unknown illness. It was just a (laughs) he died of natural causes, but we don't know what the natural cause was. (laughs) Okay, okay, okay. Fair enough. I'll accept um, leaving his children and widow under the official care of a friend, Gregory Thurzo. But in all, Elizabeth had absolute full control over the entire family, businesses, and all the estates. Okay. So with that bit of background out of the way, to the crimes! <laughs> so Elizabeth now had castles and estates completely to herself. She had servants galore and literally all the power. But even before her husband's death, rumors were spreading through the kingdom of Hungary. Ferenic was off at war, and Elizabeth's power was already cemented in her household. Tales of blood streaming down the corridors and screams echoing through the stone halls spread like wildfire. Servants were being replaced constantly, their predecessors never being seen again. It is said that Elizabeth Bathory would cackle in glee as she punished the young girls for the slightest sewing mishap by sticking needles deep down into their nail beds, that she'd bleed them dry for the pure pleasure of it, and then bathe in their crimson blood in order to stay young forever. Holy shit, that escalated quickly. Yeah. We went from this girl is, like, getting married young and and is, like, now suddenly in charge of multiple estates, has kids, etc., to all of a sudden, like, that's, like, some really brutal torture. Yeah. So, so like, re- some people say, like, so some, like, people, like, like, historians and stuff say that her, like, her parents and her family started it, that she had seen yeah. um, different pieces of torture, because in Transylvania and stuff, there'd be, like, people who would be sewn into dead animals as, tor- as like, punishment, and Whoa. left there alive to be, to die, basically, inside of a dead animal. Particularly awful. That, as a friend, that, like, her family would, 
use torture and things like that. And that for and that Ferenic also was a very like cruel person and things like that. That that she learned it from other people in her family gotcha. and from him. But there's no actual like full evidence and towards he- that. Um, okay. kind of a thing, but, like, that's kind of, like, that's just, like, the rumors is that that's what was happening inside of her castle. Gotcha, right? okay. So, first things first. I'm gonna quash everyone's dreams about the whole bathing in blood thing. She didn't actually do that? Well, it is actually pretty much impossible <laughs> for her to do that. Okay. In order to get a full tub, she would need, like, 12 to 20 girls per bath. At least. <laughs> Okay, yeah, there's no way that she could slide that under the rug. That's 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 a massacre. And it would take hours to draw said bath. Oh, my God. Yeah, if no she's anything like they make her out to be, I honestly don't think she'd even have the patience for it anyways. Honestly valid. Plus, with the time frame it would take, the blood wouldn't be in a bathing consistency. Blood starts oh, to congeal fairly quick. quickly once it is out in fresh air, so it wouldn't be the most comfortable bath. That, yeah... Yeah, that's that would be all kinds of ick, even if she could somehow pull that off. That's, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Also, the whole story of her bathing in their blood came about a hundred years after her death. So oh there's literally okay. no historical value to that part of the tale. So that can just be removed from your memories. That, yeah. Anytime that it's like, actually, this rumor only came about however long after they die. I'm always like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it wasn't a thing then. Yeah. Secondly, let's take a quick look at the numbers. Yeah. At the time of her arrest for the accusations in 1612, she was accused of murdering anywhere from 30 to 60 young women. The top number that she is accused of is up to 650 young women, according to one apparent witness who says that she had a private book with that number listed. The book was never found during investigations. So that just came out of nowhere then. Yeah. That number of people would be, like, multiple people per day being murdered. That yeah, would be, okay, and so- this is a, and, like, around her town, like, around, like, this, like, it's not a very big town around yeah, this castle. That, yeah. that's a lot of people going missing pretty much per day. That yeah, for, ye- for no one over years. <laughs> Over, sorry, over how many years? Like, mul- like over, like, multiple, multiple years. Because this is apparently starting when her husband was already in war. He died okay. in 1604, and she's not arrested until 1612. Okay, so he goes to war, she stays behind, she takes care of things, she defends her palace, she turns her home into the sanctuary for all these young women that, like, would have been victimized otherwise, or had already been victimized. And then... People he dies. Wow. So while she's doing all this, she well, started he, doing it. Yeah, she started doing the torture and everything. That's when she started like torturing and murdering. Yeah, that many people. Like, when would she have the time? Pretty much. As that's also my question: is when the heck do you have the time to do all of this? Right. Like that takes a lot of work. But like, sixteen oh four is when her husband dies. Sixteen twelve is when she's arrested. So that's, like, at least, like, eight years to get up to, like, 650, even to get up to 60 people. That's a lot of people in that, in, like, eight years. Yeah. I don't know, man. That takes a lot of time to do all that. Yeah, that's, uh, mm -hmm, mm-hmm, 
Mm-hmm. Great bit. The stories people come up with. Yeah. But, so, here's the thing about this case. Mm. Okay? So, my darling friend Elizabeth was living in a time where all of her sta- estates sat on extremely valuable lands that held a shit ton of power for whomever held them. And, like, I mean a shit ton of power. There yeah. was also the wars going on over land, and Transylvania slash Hungary were in a bit of a tight spot when it came to relations. So okay. there was a Transylvanian woman currently sitting with a shit ton of power right on the border of the two. And a yeah. woman, of all things. Yeah. Now, if Elizabeth was just some random widow, easy peasy lemon squeezy. Yeah. But she was a Bathory. Yeah. So the family she, name itself makes it a lot harder to just simply remove the titles, remove the land from her. Yeah, so they had to come up with this egregious story, make it out like she's this prolific serial killer who's, like, torturing innocent women. Yeah. So this whole theory that I'm That's bringing so up, wild. it's not new by any means. It's been tossed about mm-hmm. academically for years by historians. It just hasn't really caught a lot of traction in the mainstream. Really, who wants to discredit the idea of a blood-bathing murderous woman that we've all been sexualizing basically since she was arrested all those years ago? Just looking up Elizabeth Bathory images gets a ton of fan art, which is almost overrides like the real historical paintings of her beautiful features. There are countless pieces of literature and music all based off of these insane accusations of her reign of terror. So my number one source that I'm actually using for today, because there's so many academic papers to sift through, is No Blood in the Water by Rachel Lee Bradshaw from the University of Illinois. She looks at Elizabeth's story from the lens of legal and gender conspiracies, which is what the majority of historical academics seems to agree would be the correct lens to judge the story through. Mm. Yet this reign of terror is quite literally based off of village gossip. Or as I'm going to call it, village hearsay. For all my fellow yeah. Depth V Hurt Witch like, <laughs> trial watchers, you'll know what I'm talking about. Are there any law nerds in the audience? We want to know. Comment on Instagram yeah. if you're a law nerd. <laughs> if you're a law nerd, you'll know all about hearsay. And this is literally <laughs> what this case is. Objection hearsay. Everyone who made any sort of accusation against Elizabeth had zero proof or firsthand knowledge about anything happening inside the castle they had just conveniently heard it from someone else of course some had heard from people who were inside the castle others had even heard it completely secondhand themselves Mm -hmm. today this would not make a credible legal case i don't think it should have then either to be honest but as we all know with the, the various witch and werewolf trials throughout the world at this time hearsay is all one needs and this is where Thurzo comes back into the picture. You remember him, right? The guy that Elizabeth's husband was great friends with and then put his wife and children under the care of? Oh, no. Yep. Okay. He is now here to, quote-unquote, investigate the accusations of torture that is happening to the servants under Elizabeth's care. But even worse, it is speculated that he might have helped to plant some of these rumors around the village under Elizabeth's castle. That's literally exactly what I expected you to say. Like, I don't know. So, (laughs) Thurzo himself had a lot on the line with Elizabeth's case. He was, of course, power hungry. You don't say. All men really were at this time, though. 
and kind of still are. Thirza was on his way to becoming extremely powerful both politically and religiously in Hungary during the 1600s. In fact, he became the Palatine of Hungary in, in 1609, a.k.a. the year that Elizabeth would be arrested for her crimes along with a few of her servants who were said to be accomplices. Mm-hmm. This title of his was considered to be the highest rank any man could find in Hungarian office, save for the literal title of king. Wow, that's that's pretty ha- That's wow. Yeah. So Elizabeth wasn't arrested until late December, so I believe that Thurza might have used his personal connection as his key to the gate into this position. Basically, he was like, hey, I have a connection to her, so give me this position and I will go get her arrested. Yeah, makes sense. Like, I'll take care of this problem for you if you do this for me. Yeah, you so, scratch my back, I'll scratch your yeah. kind of deal. He stayed extremely loyal to the Habsburg um, Empire until he died in 1616, which honestly says a lot about his loyalty. Wasn't to his friend. (laughs) Oh. All he cared about was his king and his religion, to which he was a devout Lutheran. In 1610, Thurzo actually put forth the decree, and I may butcher this Latin, so please excuse me, Cuius Rego Ius Religio. Which, it may sound like some sort of spell straight out of Hogwarts, but in English, it means whose realm, their religion. This decree meant that whomever ruled the kingdom got to decide what religion was practiced. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Interesting. Okay. Like, he was that powerful. Wow. And this wasn't even put just into practice in Hungary, but throughout the entirety of Western civilization. So, like, Germany, Russia, Prussia, Poland. Thurzo had his hand basically everywhere at this point. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of unmatched. Yeah. But for right now, he was... a little bit focused on ruining the life of one specific woman. Mm, Because she held a lot of land on very, very important borders. So once rumors started to fly, panic starts to spread. 
There's yeah. a crazy woman in a castle murdering and torturing young women. Whatever shall we do about it? Like, the... Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, over it's... 300 people started to talk when Thurzo, under the king's orders, started to ask around. And just started, like, adding to the story, even though... Yeah. They're... Okay, but, like, when you are ma- adding to a story like that, like, you've got to know you're making shit up. Like... Well, here's the thing, though. So, some of these stories, however, could actually be true. Okay. But, like, not, like, her, like, bathing in blood. No, that one we, we are, can already tell was not true, because that was told over a hundred years later. But some of right. the, the stories could actually be true. So, we're talking stories about, like, her potentially, like, drinking blood, or, like, like or, like, the torturing people? Did yeah. she, like, actually? So... Elizabeth and her accomplice servants, they could have actually been sticking needles under, like, the young woman's nails. She's so uncomfortable. (laughs) They could have been using hot tools to burn their servants' feet or hands, etc. Yeah. Like, a lot of, like, a variety of these quote-unquote tortures are actually highly likely. Oh, okay. Quote-unquote tortures. Those are, like, tortures. We could say alleged, maybe, but those are definitely tortures. (laughs) They just most likely were not done to be torture but done as in-home medical procedures i'm sorry how how are those things so how how could they possibly be medical transylvania and hungary were two very different countries at the time with very different methods transylvania had a more rustic way of doing things especially when it came to medicine so, mm. for example, sewers at this time were likely to get these blisters under their fingernails that were commonly relieved in Transylvania by bursting them with a needle. That, that was the only way to actually get to these painful blisters, that you would just take a needle, and then that was actually the only way to actually relieve that pain. So to okay. anyone in the that more modern awful. Hungary, this would seem mm-hmm. barbaric and like a form of right. torture if they were not given any sort of con- like form of context, any kind of context. as to okay, why okay, this okay. was being done to these girls. This is why context is everything, people. Yeah. So like the hot I the hot tools to burn their feet and stuff like that might have been for like sores or warts or something, right? Like that because yeah, like yeah, as yeah, we yeah. know we burn away warts and things like that and like but, like, that might have been just, like, this is how it's done in Transylvania. And that's where Elizabeth was from. So that would be how she was raised with how to do these medical things. Okay. So okay. I can see this. I can right. see this But for the bit. people in Hungary, they'd be like, oh, my God, this is crazy. Why oh the hell would you do it this yeah. way? Yeah, okay. Like, you're torturing okay, these see. girls, right? Yeah, and I think she's doing it for the torture for the sake of torture when she's actually doing it to, like, help them potentially. Yeah. Allegedly, theoretically, yes. Um, And then, as we'd already talked about, like for like, so like, as to her, like her maybe having blood or something on her, that may have been from her epilepsy, right? From Mm, yeah, like because that was like a common form of treatment treatment for her epilepsy. So, right. So, so there, there are other reasons for some of these possible tortures. That the other people may not have had the context for when they were doing their hearsay <laughs> throughout the village. Yeah, because, well, I mean, especially if you're just like, well, I heard she does this to her to her servants. And it's like, okay, but did you hear, like, why? Like, exactly. Of course you didn't. So, like, yeah. okay. Okay, I can see how this could go down. Yeah. 
As for the deaths that were put under Elizabeth's names, there were a few deaths in her castle. Mm-hmm. But let's look at this realistically. Very few of the bodies were ever found. Okay. The ones that were found were victims of a plague that was literally running rampant through the entire village at the time. Okay, so that's not exactly something that's in her control. What would you prefer to believe, though? (laughs) When our friend Thurzo dug up one of these young girls, she had been buried for some time already and was in a state of decomposition. Mm. So what did our friend Thurzo decide to do? He thought that the best form of action was to string up the body, partially decomposing, which of course looks like it's being tortured, and force Elizabeth to stand there next to it for the townsfolk to come and see, as he declared it to be one of her tortured victims, and called out all of her accusations, asking the townsfolk to now decide if she thought she, she was guilty or not. It's a decomposed body. It's not going to look like it's in the best shape of its life. Like, it's like... No, but he played... He, like, used it to make it look like she had tortured it with, like, and use these people who don't know what the decomposed body would be. That's so messed up. So, like, how do you think that would make Elizabeth look to people who already had their minds played with and are having their minds played with again? I grieve. Oh, that's so messed up. Yeah. Like, uh, wow. Yeah. That's that's just vile. Like, on his part, that's just evil. Absolutely. Here's another nail in his coffin. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Battery never had a trial. You have got to be kidding me. All that power, and she didn't even get a trial? She never got a trial. The entire case against her was built on public hearsay and whatever Thurzo could make up from when, like, from what he found evidence-wise. And they just never, like, all that power, she doesn't even get a trial? She <laughs> never got a trial. So- her servants all confessed under extreme torture and were executed as king's witnesses. Okay. No, okay, so let me get it let me get it straight. She's she's doing things that are known to be like medical procedures in Transylvania and like questionable, maybe, right? Like I hear that. I hear that. Like but like everyone's roasting her for these medical procedures, making it out like it's torture. Oh no, she's this great villain. Oh no. She's, like, out here torturing people. But then they're going to turn around and torture her servants. Yes. Until they say what they want them to hear. Yeah. Say what they want them to say. Like, that's... The hypocrisy is ripe. Oh, yeah. So, quick little fair dues. I'm going to kind of... It's not... I'm not getting too graphic, but... So... I mean, if you've been able to handle it this far... Are you saying that it's going to get worse than what you've already described? Slightly. Okay, so if you've already been squeamish, this is your warning warning to step aside. Okay, so... We'll see you later. Two of her female servants had their fingers pulled off by red-hot tongs, then were burned alive. Whoa! By the people who were, like, trying to investigate? So, yeah, so that was their execution as king's witnesses. That was how they were murdered. Yeah, that was their execution. That's so messed up. That is so much worse. That is so much worse than the needles under the fingernails. Like, that is absolutely so much worse. Um, Like, yeah. 
What? Yeah. A young male servant was beheaded, considered to be a merciful execution due to his youth. His body was then... the other stuff, yeah. His body was then burned on the same pyre as the other two servants who were burned alive. For being accomplices. Like, goddamn. Like... Another servant initially escaped being captured, but then caught and also burned alive. Mm-hmm. And then one servant was given a life sentence in jail because she was deemed to be an accomplice, but the quote-unquote evidence showed that she was abused by the other accomplices, so she was shown mercy. She, I, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you take a good gulp of that tea. <laughs> I. I'm just... Yeah. They're like, we were going to send you to jail for life, but also you might be a victim, question mark. No, no, they were going to... No, no, no. If she she wasn't shown to be abused by the other accomplices, she probably would have also had her fingers pulled off by the red-hot tongs and then burned alive. Like, were the other accomplices still alive when they decided that, like... She had been abused by them, or was that like a, well, they're dead anyway, so I may as well throw them under the bus to save my own skin kind of situation? Because, like, respect if that's the case, but, like, goddamn, like... I don't know. It didn't say as to the... Probably um, around, like, the same... It was probably all done at, like, the same time frame, right? Yikes. Wow. Just, just wow. So, Elizabeth Battery... (laughs) because of her family title, was deemed Mm -hmm. too important to be killed for her crimes. So, the servants that didn't do it all died in horrific ways. Yeah. But the one person that they're like, no, we're pretty sure she did it, she's the one that they're like, nah, we'll keep her alive. Because her death would cause an extreme political upheaval. So basically they're like, we need to save our own skins. Like, straight up for politics. Like, not yeah. even trying to hide it. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I think... Like it's just... I think that deep down, they all knew that she was really innocent, and that it's easier to murder, like, the lower class than the top of the upper class for crimes so, that they never really did. That is so unbelievably It's classic. the 1600s! <laughs> I know, but it hurts. It hurts. I it know, really it fucking hurts. hurts. But it's the 1600s, like- and they have the weirdest weirdest ideals listen we're not gonna give this girl a trial we're pretty sure she didn't actually do it but we are gonna convict her of it because we want her land because we want her land but we can't kill her because that would cause too much of a public uproar but so we're just gonna brutally brutally murder her servants instead yeah well because they had to like do something big to make it look like like there was something like actually being done about yeah. it. Was. Well, that's right, because at this point, the accusations are so wild that if they didn't do something like extreme, then they'd get public backlash anyway for not doing enough after this crazy, horrendous thing. Of like, But, like, ugh, that just makes me so sick that they know that she's innocent, but they're still going to brutally, brutally murder her servants who had nothing to do with this anyway. Like... Yeah. That just, that's just so, that's just disgusting. Like, (laughs) yeah. So, I don't care by whose standards, that's disgusting. Instead of killing Elizabeth, Thurzo locked her into her own castle. Of course, of course. In a letter to the king, 
Thurzo said that she was locked into a bricked-in room where she'd never see sunlight again. Yeah, I mean... This has since been deemed to be highly unlikely, as letters from various priests who visited the castle have said that Elizabeth roamed her castle freely. (laughs) So once again, it was probably a fake letter sent... So that the public thought that it was being dealt with in a dramatic manner (laughs) (laughs) to make it seem like it was a big thing when it's not. When it very clearly wasn't. That's so, like... (sighs) Like, she was only under house arrest, not literally bricked into a room. Well, because I was like, okay, so that sounds like isolation, which, like, you know, like putting someone in ISO, which we now deem a psychological, like torture like a lot of a lot of experts will call it like psychological torture to leave someone in isolation alone for more than 24 hours like that's a long time to be absolutely alone with nothing but your thoughts so i could understand back then if they had essentially put her in extended isolation and that was their like torture but like to know that that wasn't even what was happening and it's still just them playing the political game yeah and like actually she's like she's totally fine she's getting off scot-free which is you know, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, because clearly she's been, like, falsely accused of this stuff, but her servants weren't given that same mercy. And that's... No, because they're lower class, so they didn't care about them. I care. I care deeply I about care them. about them, it but... It makes me mad. It makes... This is honestly... They did so not. right now, I can't even lie. So, in 1610, um. Elizabeth had made sure that her will was up to date, leaving everything of hers to her children. Mm-hmm. In late August of 1614, she complained to her bodyguard that her hands were cold. He replied that it was nothing and suggested that she go lay down. The Mm -hmm. next morning, she was found dead in her bed. Well, that escalated quickly. I feel like that's true for pretty much everything in this story so far, though. (laughs) Yeah. So, her body was initially buried on the grounds of a church whose name I'm not even going to attempt. In November of the same year... But mm-hmm. due to complaints by the villagers, she was apparently moved to the Bathory crypt in her hometown. Okay. However, the location of her body is now a mystery. Of course it is. It is believed like, to be buried deep under the castle in which she died, but there are no markings or any evidence of a gravesite. So we just have no idea where she is now. Yeah. Which, honestly, I'm kind of happy that we don't really know where her body is because there are, like, um, the other day I did a, I was doing my my ghost hunting course and there's a gravesite of a woman who, over at the, who's connected to, who was considered to be connected to the Conjuring House. She has oh, yeah. no connection to the Conjuring House whatsoever in oh. actual history. But... Because of rumors about it, a lot of people now consider her to be a witch and connected to the Conjuring House, and her gravesite is constantly being desecrated by people who, um, and stuff. She was just a lowly farmer who lived near the house. She was just a normal person. She was just a normal person who now had, because of the whole Conjuring thing and that her name somehow got pulled into it... People are constantly graffitiing and trying to tear down her gravestone and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, where I'm like, I'm kind of glad that we don't know where Elizabeth is buried because it saves 
her sight from being destroyed by people who take us too far. Yeah, no, that's true. Then I'm like, at least she can somewhat rest in peace. (laughs) Yeah, that's also true. I. Because she may or may not be guilty. Like, we cannot tell for sure. Yeah, I mean, even as you were saying it, I was like, I was thinking about, like, actually, you know what? That's that's fair. Like, powerful women in history, their gravesites have not been respected. Like, if you think of, like, even Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. It's, there have been some gross things. Some just gross things happen where it's, like, even after death, like, they just can't get any kind of peace or respect. So, like, no, I hear your point that, like, yeah, no, it's probably better. It's probably better that way. Yeah. So... As I said earlier, Elizabeth Battery is everywhere in in popular culture. So she is most famous for being one of the possible inspirations for Dracula by Bram Stoker, which we've talked about before on the podcast. But there's also the Belgian erotic vampire thriller movie Les Livres Rouges, the Swiss metal band called Battery, who were active from 1983 to 2004, Stay Alive, which is a horror film from 2006, and Blood Countess, which is an amazing novel by Lana Popfick in her mini serial killer series, which also includes one about a famous poisoner who I think I've talked about on this show. Um, House of Hunger by Alexis Henderson is also loosely based on Lady Battery and highly recommended by me. I would say that Blood Countess is great if you're more of a YA fan, and House of Hunger is perfect if you lean more towards adult content. Outside of popular culture, there were at least seven women who have actually had trials and were convicted of crimes like Elizabeth was accused of against their servants. Oh my god, so she wasn't even the only one. Oh god, no. One of the ones that I... Of the ones that I know of, two were English and both also named Elizabeth. Oh, irony. Okay. One was one was a was Czech. One was from Chile. One Russian. One Greek, who is actually known as Mother Rasputin, which confused me because that made me think she was also Russian, since Rasputin immediately calls forth Russia in everyone's brains, thanks to Anastasia yeah. and the Romanov family. Um, Mother Rasputin, though, got her name from the contemporary media, probably because of the Russian Rasputin. Since she was a nun who would encourage wealthy women to join the convent and then tortured them until they signed all of their wealth to the monastery in which she would then embezzle it from it and then usually kill the donor. Whoa. And that's like confirmed or is this another confirmed. legend? <laughs> confirmed? Um, confirmed. Of the deaths that she was tried for, some were donors and others were sisters that she had brutally murdered under the name of penance. Whoa. Um, another of these similar killers is from Madagascar, and then the last one is one absolutely famous serial killer from New Orleans, Miss Delphine LaLaurie. Okay. So, what do you guys all think? Is Elizabeth Bathory the bloodthirsty serial killer, or are you thinking, like I am, that she was most likely framed in order to remove her from the power that she held? I mean, I feel like framed is a lot more reasonable like conclusion and come to like it's it's there's still some pretty dramatic allegations you know like i'm not saying stuff like that doesn't happen stuff like that totally like crazy things definitely happen but just like i don't know just given given all of the everything it's it seems more likely in this situation that she was framed yeah like i also am like 
as much as I also was like at first like oh my god like she's a total serial killer and then I'm, I was like and then I found out about some of like these other things I'm like oh wait wait oh, oh yeah no we have this a villain is, it's is... not Bathory <laughs> yeah it's like there is a bad guy here there is someone who's murdering innocent people but it's not who we thought it was like oh shit no <laughs> Like, Ooh, she yikes. very well could be innocent. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind of the unfortunate thing now, is that, like, she never she never stood trial. So, like, there's some things that we're just never going to know. Well, and I found it interesting that a lot of sources now, like, I remember, like, looking her up and stuff years ago, and everything mm. was, like, very much of, this is what she did, this is who she is. And yeah. now when I looked things up, a lot of these same sources... Now have it more of allegedly and yeah. possibly. And I'm like, okay, now all the sources are even changing. Their language. Their language. Yeah. And definitely going more towards what the historians have been finding and stuff, right? Where I'm like, okay, good to know that it's not just, like, it's actually starting to trickle into like general yeah. sources like not just the historic like the academic papers and everything yeah. but like the actual sources that the lay person would be looking at <laughs> yeah yeah like even wikipedia was was using alleged and stuff like that instead of just the plain she is a serial killer <laughs> it's now yeah. that she's the alleged <laughs> and i'm like i'm so happy that this is starting to change <laughs> yeah oh man but not as That's brain breaking wild. as last week at least no definitely not as brain breaking you're welcome yeah i do appreciate that way way more straightforward this time <laughs> all right so yeah that's your piece of history for today um don't forget to check out greenleafgeek.com slash WDYKA podcast for all of your dice and nerdy tabletop needs. We get you 10% off, so make sure to use that link or use our code at checkout. We all love a deal. Take advantage of it. Exactly. So, yeah, we will see you guys all next time for another dose of weird history. All right, see you guys later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I really hope that you found something new and will check out the resources in the show notes to get more information. In the meantime, I would really appreciate it if you could rate and review on your favorite podcast platform so more history nerds can find me. Don't forget to check out our Instagram page at WDYKA Podcast, as well as considering helping me out with a donation or membership on Buy Me a Coffee. The link is in the show notes and on our IG link tree. Thanks so much and see you next time on the lesser known side of history.